The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So we found this interesting article today, and it was about um, the myths that you believe. Mm-hmm. And, and they've been proven to be false. It, it, it was interesting to me because I believed many of these myths. So uh, take our word for it that they've been disproven because I know some of you, as we tell you about them, like, will say, no, wait a minute, that is true. Uh, but they've all been scientifically disproven. The one that jumped out immediately was actually in the headline was about chewing gum and how long it takes to digest gum. And my mother told me, my wife constantly tells me, and my children tell me, because I swallow my gum from time to time, I'm usually chewing it on the way to the stage, and then I swallow it because I don't want to be chewing gum on stage. And I've always been told it takes seven years yep. to digest. That is simply not true. It digests differently than does normal uh, food, but your body is more than capable of uh, digesting it, and it does not remain in your body for that period of time, and it doesn't remain in your body considerably longer than any other food. It uh, leaves the way that everything else exactly. does. Exactly. So that is a myth. This one, um, and I was told uh, it over and over again when I, was a, when I was a kid because I cracked my knuckles, and I still do mm-hmm. on occasion, and now that I'm talking about it, I have to do it. <laughs> um, and you know, you've heard it, that cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Arthritis. Uh, the reality is that scientists say they've never found a link between knuckle cracking and arthritis. However, cracking your joints can lead to reduced grip strength and swelling, so you should be careful about how often you crack. Hmm. Now, this is one that when my mom, before I moved out of my house, my mom gave me cooking lessons, and, and I've told you before, assembled a, cookie, a cookbook yep. for me that she hand-wrote about my favorite recipes, and then we went through them together at home. And any recipe that called for boiling water, she always threw a pinch of salt into the water. And I asked her why. And she told me, oh, putting salt in water makes the water boil faster. That is simply (laughs) not true. It actually takes longer to boil water with salt in it. But it's such a minute difference that it really doesn't matter. But it, it does not cause the water to boil faster Period. See, I never had heard that one. Yeah. I just always thought you had to salt because salt makes everything taste better. <laughs> well, I was I couldn't remember why I was supposed to do it and but my wife said the same thing. I when I saw this article and she went, No, 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 it makes it boil. No, mm. it really doesn't. I always thought, uh, well, for the longest time, and I, I didn't know how it was possible, but I, I bought into the belief of this whole thing that uh, brown eggs were more nutritious than white <laughs> eggs. Yeah. And they are not. The color of an eggshell is simply determined by the type of chicken laying them. Chickens with white earlobes. <laughs> what? It says chicken with white earlobes where lay white eggs and chickens with brown or red earlobes lay brown ones. Hmm. And see, I'm not sure that chickens have earlobes. Yeah, I don't know where to find a chicken's earlobe. Perhaps one of our, uh, one of our agricultural, our rural community listeners can tell us about that. I don't. I would imagine it's by their head. Earlobes. That's about all I know. Is oh, yeah. A picture of an earlobe of a chicken. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Huh. Chickens of earlobes, everybody. Chickens with white earlobes may lay white eggs, and your red earlobes may be brown. Yeah, look at that. Hmm. Look at right there. (laughs) Looky, looky, looky. Look at that. When you get home, Google uh, chickens earlobes, and you'll be surprised at what you see. This is one that my dad No, Sean, you're wrong. Oh, I haven't read that yet. No, it's about the salt boiling. 
Oh, what did he say? He says, no, it makes it boil faster. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. As we said, every single one of these has been scientifically proven yeah. to be untrue in multiple uh, studies. Uh, this is one my dad used to tell me all the time. Dropping a penny from a building can kill someone. Really? The idea being that at 32, uh, what is the uh, rate of gravity? 32... I don't know. Pounds per second per second, whatever. Um, this is why you should never do it. And, of course, you should never throw anything off a building. But the truth is a penny cannot kill someone regardless of how high the building is because it simply lacks the mass. It's not big enough. Mm -hmm. So it will pick up speed and it will hurt to get hit by one. But you cannot you cannot kill somebody by dropping a penny. I still don't recommend it. Good to know. Yeah. How about this one? The odds are 50-50. I love this one. A group of Stanford University researchers proved this common misconception wrong when they flipped a whole lot of quarters and found that a coin, now listen to this, a coin is more likely to land on the face that it started on. The researchers put your actual odds at closer to 5149. So pay attention to what side of the coin faces the sky. So isn't that interesting? Because when you think about, say, a roulette wheel, mm -hmm. and it's been perfectly balanced mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing, and so the odds should be one in, what, 38, because there's zero and double zero. Each number should come up the exact same number of times, but they don't. Mm -hmm. And the reason is nothing's perfect, right? So in this particular case, uh, we've always been taught in our statistics on... In Statistics 101, day one, you learn about a 50-50 yep. flipping of a coin. Uh, what they're saying is it is 50-50. Uh, it would be 50-50 in the absence of all other effects. But the effect that affects it is which side is already up. Mm -hmm. So that's really, I'm going to remember that. Yes, absolutely. You know, flip a coin, sure. Like, uh, let me see what you got heading, heading <laughs> up there. So if it's tails that's showing, tails is more likely, slightly more likely, and heads is more likely if heads are showing. So that's what they're saying. Um, the appendix is a useless organ. And I've always thought that. Uh, and I've been told as well that, what's the organ I had taken out there? The Gallbladder. Uh, gallbladder. Uh, you know, People have told me, hey, you don't really need a gallbladder. But I've always heard well, for years... Well, you do years, need a gallbladder. It's like, well, you can well, look without it, but it helps anymore. produce yeah. bile and all that. Good exactly. Activity. For years, scientists said, scientists said the appendix was useless, but now they think it's home to helpful bacteria that fights <laughs> off disease. And as kids, it helps us form antibodies and white blood cells. So it does have a use. Hmm. Do you Who still knew? have your appendix? I do. Yeah, me too. My daughter does not. Boy, people are there on the on the on the text line right now. Forget about politics. Salt water. <laughs> boy, oh boy, you're arguing with us about that one. Uh, someone just texted in and said, um, "I was told that adding salt to boiling water stops the water from boiling over." True. No, it still boils over. I was always told adding oil mm -hmm. will stop it from boiling over. Although that may be a myth as well, but I, I was always know. told yeah. that as well, and it caused the noodles to stick less. Yes. Yeah. Elf wants to talk about chicken sure. earlobes. <laughs> Hi, Elf. Hi there. Do you have chickens? Yeah, well, anybody who's plucked a chicken knows they have earlobes. Anyone who's plucked a chicken? Oh, that's why. They're covered by feathers. Yes. Ah, uh, that's why I've never seen them. That was one of my favorite jobs, and not. <laughs> Plucking chickens? Oh, I hated it. I have to admit, I've never done it. What's the worst part of plucking a chicken? Plucking the chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feathers that stick to you. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and it would take long. So we made our dad buy us a chicken plucker. Well, you can get those. What's a ch okay? So how does a chicken plucker work? <laughs> I, I almost chicken feel like you're getting set up. Chicken plucker has rubber nipples on to about the size of a handlebar grip on a bike, and it just rotates. And you just wet the chicken, and you just <laughs> turn it on, 
What? You wet the chicken. You wet the chicken. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean. Going. Yeah. And then push them into, like, is there a box you put the chicken in? or? No, it just, just rotates. And you just lay it on top of the nipples and it just pulls the feathers off. <laughs> you know what? I got to see that. Yeah. I'm going to Google it. Well, Chicken Plucker was my nickname in high school, which is weird, or something along those lines. Okay, we won't get into that. (laughs) Thanks, Alfie. Okay, bye. Take it easy. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Hmm. Put a wooden spoon over your pot and it won't boil over, says this texter. And step in a crack will not break your mother's back? That No, it <laughs> <What>? will not. <laughs> but the, you know what? Jay's not exaggerating here. We've given you all these myths, which we set off the top, have been disproven by multiple uh, studies and, and experiments. And yet the one that you're all on is this salt and water. water, and you are adamant in both directions. And you're saying it's grade 9 chemistry or yeah, science or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Although, you know, let's think about all the things. You know, it turns out the world's not flat either. There's been a lot of things taught to us over the years that are not true. I thought, and and this one was um, on the list as well, that you could see the Great Wall of China from space. Yeah, I've always heard that. And they're saying that you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And they Hmm. say this common myth was fueled even further in 2004 when the International Space Station took a photo of the Great Wall of China from space, the result a photo of a bunch of mountainous ranges with a supposed sliver of the Great Wall in view. But astronaut Alan Bean once said, the only thing that you can see from moon is a beautiful from the moon is a beautiful sphere, mostly some white, blue, and patches of yellow, and every once in a while some green vegetation. No man-made object is visible at this scale. Really? You know what else you can see? From now, here's the thing, though. They say from the, from space, he's saying from moon. And depending right. on where, I wonder if it depends on where you are in space or how close you are. Well, if you are in space, you can see the true color of the sun, which, by the way, is white. Um, that was another myth, that the sun is either yellow or orange. Yeah. It's actually a matter of, uh, it is white because it's, it's all colors. Uh, so if you were in space, that's how it would look. Yellow and orange are the only wavelengths to get through our atmosphere and reach our eyes. So that's why it appears to us to be yellow or orange. But in fact, the sun is white. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.